Hi everyone and welcome to The Femaling Show. I am your host, Nicole Goodman, and I am a woman's identity expert and coach. As women, we fall into different phases of identity throughout adult life and during these, our challenges can look pretty similar. Here at WRS, I will be talking to you about the real issues we all face and even the ones we can silently struggle with. Through honest, heartfelt conversation here at Femaling, you will learn how to accept yourself, understand yourself and be yourself. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Femaling. We are live at Women's Radio Station and I'm your host Nicole Goodman. Today's show is about redefining pretty and what pretty looks like in today's culture of women empowerment. With me today are Roxy Rose and Jodie Sort, and they are the founders of the Ladies Life Lounge. Ladies Life Lounge was created to help empower women to live a happier, more fulfilling, successful life. They say that they are building an army of women who are their own version of pretty. Pretty confident, pretty balanced, pretty assertive, pretty stylish, pretty whatever. And we do that through our seven secrets. With Roxy's background as a mental health coach and weirdly techie, she says, and Joe's experience in corporate leadership development, they're experts in behavioral change, cracking wonky mindsets and attitudes, creating balance, smashing limiting beliefs. Oh my God, I've got shivers there. And sorting out, sorting you out with both career and or business skills that any woman might need. Girls, welcome to femaling. Welcome. Thank you very you. much so, for having us. So happy to have you here. I will say that they didn't write in their bio something quite important, which mm. I'm going to enlighten everybody oh. with now. Roxy and Jodes have also set up a huge two-day women mm. empowerment conference, they're giggling, um, in Manchester called Womanifest. It runs over International Women's Day weekend on the 7th and 8th of March. They're going to tell us a lot more about that later and how mm-hmm. to get tickets and what it's all about. But let's start with welcoming you. I'm so pleased that you're here. And can you give us a bit more information about what Ladies Life Lounge is? Okay, so, hi. Um, Ladies Life Lounge. This is Roxy, by the way. Yes, this is me. (laughs) That helps. Um, Ladies Life Lounge is an online membership club for women. And as Nicole's just said, we're redefining pretty. Our tagline is turning the notion of pretty on its head. We want to be able to move away from the stereotypical idea of pretty and be known for something more than what we aesthetically look like. Mm. So we're moving on to teaching women how to be pretty confident, which is our base secret, and something Jodes and I believe is at the foundation of everything that we do. Um, We have online training. We have resident experts who come in and deliver masterclasses for us. We have a private Facebook group where you can get all your support that you need. And we teach you the stuff that we've learned over our years of experience. Beautiful. So it's an online membership, so yes. people can access it online. Um, for anyone listening, just quickly give us the, the link so that they know for off the top. So ladieslifelounge.com. Oh, that Dead was easy. easy. <laughs> Wasn't that easy? Super easy. Has to be for me. And I also found you girls on Facebook, didn't yeah. we? We connected through Facebook and I'm so absolutely so pleased mm-hmm. we did. When I read your manifesto, by the way, of owning what pretty looks like... Um, my ears totally pricked up. And because I have been a hair and makeup artist for a very long time, and I say it in, in every episode, for over 25 years, I've worked on women's image and what women look like. And I think that that can be incredibly empowerful, inc- incredibly empowering and incredibly um, limiting at mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah. So I was so pleased to have you guys on. Where do you think we started with this obligation to be pretty and beautiful? And how do you see it changing shall i take that one go for it take it i think it's been around for a very 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 long time you know what probably since time began yeah i agree (laughs) it feels like i agree 
Um, so, which makes it incredibly difficult to twist and change and reshape. You yeah. know, it's deeply ingrained yeah. in society and the world. Yeah. Um, but times are changing. Um, and women want different things. They so slowly, slowly, it's about making small changes, but that actually make quite a big difference. You know, culture only shifts when individual people decide to do something different. And we wanted to kind of be a catalyst of that. Mm. So let's start to make some small changes that have a ripple effect that will gradually start to shift some of those cultural kind of norms and stereotypes. Love that. And to some degree, we still buy into the fact that looking nice makes us feel good, yeah, which I helps look our nice. confidence. Yeah. yeah. So we're not. But that's not it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the end. It comes back on there. <laughs> Jones gets very angry. <laughs> it comes back to whether it makes us confident or not. And I think that's where where it gets a bit messy and a bit grey because every single solitary woman wants to look pretty. There are four women in this studio now. Put your hands up if you still like to look pretty. Yes, we've all put our hands up. So it's incredibly important to a woman to feel pretty, to look pretty, to be attractive. So I think it takes so much co uh, consciousness and awareness to try and unpick that actually we are more than that. So I applaud you both for this work. Where do you think, wh where is it gonna start? Like, like wh what is the work that you do in terms of a woman understanding that she is more than that? So everything that I base what I do is around knowing that your worth does not come from how you look. Yes. So your confidence might be elevated when you look better, but that does not define your worth on any level. And I can contribute so much to the world while I'm still at home in my onesie with no hair or makeup done. When I go out, I want to feel better about that, but that doesn't mean what I've contributed is of any less value. Mm. And for me, the looking and f the looking good bit is the superficial layer of confidence. You know, it allows me in the moment to kind of style it out, rock it, do whatever <laughs> I need to do in the moment. Yes. But it's that deep-rooted confidence that takes more, that's deeper than that, that's about my self-worth, my purpose in life. Yep. Um, Which can't be taken away just because you've got greasy hair. No. Kind of thing. No. Yeah. It's because it runs deeper than that. Yeah. And I like that what you said in the moment, you actually clicked your fingers on it because it is it is momentary. It is. And I've seen women over... So, I, I can't even... If I had a pound for every time I'd seen it, I would be a millionaire living on a beach. But every, the times when a woman comes in feeling a certain way and her energy is a certain way and by the time I've done her hair or her makeup usually her hair yeah. how she then struts out and, and moves with confidence and self-assurance there's there's so much magic in that there there is but it but it does go away because when she has to wash her hair again she's back to who she was and it's been able to know where you're happiest so I'm dead happy that I've got hair and makeup and I've come out for a day in London today. But when I get home tonight and I get back into my jamas and snuggle down on the settee with my husband spend a lot and my of time family, in the I spend a <laughs> lot of time in my jamas behind my laptop. But when I get home tonight, I'm as happy as I am here. I haven't taken away a layer of anything by taking my makeup off. I guess the important message for me on this one is it's not a but. You don't have to replace the looking good yeah. with... A, a different version of pretty it's an mm, and, and it's a build that. upon yep. they can come together and actually the whole is greater than the sum of the parts i think when you put different components of confidence together 
So look at, you know, hair, makeup, for me, matching knickers and bra. Yeah. No <laughs> one can even see imagine them. doing that. Oh, God, I never do that. No, never, but, ever. So never. I, I had a really bad car accident at 17 and had my clothes cut off me. <laughs> and I had pastel floral silk knickers on and a blue and white gingham bra and I died inside. <laughs> so ever since that day, they at least have to coordinate... But it does wonders for me what, underneath. Could I just say something? What well, I love... There's that, a tangent for you, isn't there? That Indeed. came out of you having, obviously, horrific parts <laughs> that you had to get cut out of. That was my lesson. That. that was... The lesson was... That was your lesson. The life lesson. Please, everybody, when you step out into the world, make sure your knickers and bra are coordinated. See, this is where I think women are absolutely fantastic. I went over to a friend the other day. She's having a really rough time at the moment. And I walked in and, you know, she she was looking quite down. And she said to me, I've had a spray tan. Is it too dark? I said, really? Of everything that's going on? Really? She's like, no, but is it? Does it show what we do to sort of make ourselves feel better at times when we're having a rough time? A spray tan can still be about putting some confidence back into us on any level. Self-tanning is in my self-care box. I'm sorry, it it is. It is staying in there because it makes me feel 1,000 times better. I'm still actually trying to get a self a, a self tanning brand to come to well, manifest. So if anyone owns Ooh. one out there, then please get in touch. <laughs> I think a lot of the time women are unconsciously making themselves decorative. I think it's a very unconscious thing because it is what is expected as us in the world to look to still look pretty. And it's kind of primal because. In the old days, we had to get a mate, so we wanted to look the best we could to yeah. get the best mate. Yeah. We wanted the strongest. It makes the best kids. Yeah. Have you seen Little Women? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. It's it's a very beautiful adaptation of where we kind of started for women and how they do. They have to spend all of their time in decorating themselves and looking pretty for men because that was their meal ticket. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's where it all starts from. Yeah, and uh, you know. What I meant by the that gets us the best kids, I don't mean in looks, but the in the primal thing was about being able to see characteristics in your mate that yep. subconsciously signified there's good qualities there to make a strong offspring, yeah. isn't there? Isn't and, it all, and it all came from your image yeah. and what you yeah. Yeah. looked like. Um, how can we keep it empowering? Because we've all admitted that it is empowering to look pretty how can we keep it empowering rather than going into the obligatory area so it's knowing who you're doing it for providing you are looking good for you because that makes you feel better then that's empowering if you're doing it to impress other people or to somebody else you've lost all your power or, or at that to live, moment. Up, live up to a standard yeah. or somebody else's expectation or Instagram's expectation, mm. then no, it's not going to work. We'll no. cut the mustard. No, and you have to walk around in life without a filter. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. People can actually see your real face. <laughs> you know? Not here, we're great here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we've we've got good faces for radio. <laughs> you have. No, no, we said before we came on that we're not doing the self-deprecating thing. Did we not? <laughs> we did. Did we, we did. not? Take that, take that back, please. Um... <laughs> So, and I love what you said, that actually it's just for, it's for you. It's for you. And if you're putting on that red lipstick for you, then that can be, feel really liberating and really empowering. But when you start to put that red lipstick on because you're a bit scared of your boss and you think that will, that they might not start on you in that, reset, in that respect, then yes, it becomes very diminishing, mm-hmm. a very diminishing way yeah. to be. Um, we're going to cut to a break in a minute. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about what pretty looks like, more about International Women's Day. Uh, well, about International Women's Day. And I really want to know all about this enormous conference that you girls are currently organising. I mean, you must be run off your feet, so I can't wait to hear a little bit more about that. 
Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon, and this is the Self Care Club podcast. The advice for self care today is endless and can feel like yet another overwhelming job for women. The Self Care Club is part social experiment, part reality show. Every episode, we trial a different self care practice, live it to the letter for a week, and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self care so you don't have to. Welcome, welcome to the... Hello, welcome back to Femaling. We are at Women's Radio Station. I am joined with Jodes and Roxy from Ladies Life Lounge. And we are now, we, we're talking about redefining pretty and what pretty means. Um, and now we're going to talk a bit about International Women's Day because these girls are being very proactive this year on International Women's Day. Girls, can you tell us what's happening for you around this date? So uh, we made a, bit of a... It was a bit of a harebrained idea a few years ago, actually. <laughs> To uh, you know, we had this bit of a dream. Actually, same we. It was me. This is all Jodie's plan. Own it. Mm. I've got to own it. I've got. I've got to take this one for the team. I got dragged along. Um, (laughs) Because of what we do online, yes, nothing beats the power of face to face experiencing each other as human beings. And so we wanted to put on an event that brought all the fabulous women together that we interact with, that we collaborate with, that help us in Ladies Life Lounge, and that are part of our community to come together and just have an amazing experience. And um, we wanted to call that event Womanifest, which I think most people see the word and think that um, that's about a festival of women, and it is. Oh. But at the same time, I notice, saw it as manifest. Yeah, and that's its real one, its real meaning. Oh, oh so I got it right. You did get I it get right. You did get it right. You get <laughs> top marks for that. In that, you know, it does have a, de- a definition. Um, in that, it's when a woman uses her innate feminine energy to make stuff happen. <laughs> I'll say stuff. There. She nearly swore. But I'll save it. You know, you can replace that word with whatever you like. <laughs> but absolutely, you know, it's about women using that feminine energy the power that we hold to get out there and, and make our own lives happen and you know do the things that we want to do and that's what we want will manifest to be and we decided that we wanted this to happen this year um on the weekend where international women's day fell because naturally international women's day is always the 8th of march that doesn't always happen of a weekend yeah and um, so it was super important yep. for us to kind of claim that weekend for the event as the epitome of being empowered women coming together anything else you want to add to that roxy <laughs> what could i possibly add to that so yeah. this event is a huge event on how a many scale. speakers have you got coming oh, 60 odd so we have main stage we have story stage and then we have workshops and seminars and experience events running all through the weekend there's all kinds there's no physical way that an attendee could get around everything and that's kind of what we wanted it to be in the whole festival vibe is that you pick and choose where you want to go you you have more than you could want and yeah that were really really important to us and what what is a woman coming to this event what is she walking away with She's going to walk out a different woman than when she walked in. Mm, is she? Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Uh, no so, spray tan, though. No, well, not yet. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there'll be a bit of spray tan. Um, one thing, so we've used a set of criteria in our decision making yep. for this event. So anything that um, we've been approached with or that we've gone out to source that we want to have at the event, we've asked ourselves the question, does it empower? Does it inspire? Does it mm. entertain does it educate or does it liberate? They're the five words. It has to do at least one of those things yep. to qualify to get through the door. 
So we're super confident that whatever uh, women choose to experience at the event, whichever workshops or talks or experiences they decide to attend, that it will it, it'll hit one of those five markers at least for them. Beautiful. The brilliant thing about Ladies Life Lounge and War Manifest is that we cover such, we want it to be, it's made, it's made for every woman. So whether you're a business owner or a career woman, whether you're a homemaker, whether you're a parent or not, our seven secrets, our pretties that we define the lounge through cover all areas of a woman's life. So we cover style, we cover health and fitness, we cover career and business skills and it events like this are often pitched at either business owners or career women mm. and this is genuinely something for every woman and that's the beauty of this event how lovely so it's a woman's whole experience for Absolutely. what she goes Every through in, of life. in her life and you that's know. what ladies life lounge is too mm. we, we want to put it all under one roof so the, the kind of reason why it came about was because as women ourselves um we wanted things and I had to go to so many different places to get them. If I wanted to get strong and healthy, I'd need to go to you know a gym or get myself a personal trainer. Yep. If I did want to um, you know, look good for a particular speaking event or something, I'd need to hire a personal stylist to do that. If I wanted to work on my confidence, I'd need to go on a course somewhere. Blah-de-blah-de-blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. you get yep. the picture. Yep. So it was about it's exhausting. It is. It's, like, <laughs> it's oh, all these things, and I couldn't, I couldn't divide myself between all of that stuff. No. Plus, you've also got to run a family, a, run yeah. a business, run a family, all of have a social stuff. life. Yeah. All so of that. that's why I did it for myself, selfish reasons, really, to think I want something that I can just log on to. Yep. With a glass of wine on a Friday night, or whether you're breastfeeding at three o'clock in the morning. Yep. You log on when it suits you and you've got access to a whole wealth of things across all aspects of your life. And so Will Manifest is about taking that live. Lovely. I often use the analogy of CBBs. Oh, no. So if there no, are no, any no. <laughs> she I hate this. this analogy. I hate it. Go on. I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> She's in. She's no. in. She's always in. Um, <laughs> is that if you have um had young children or nieces or nephews or you know, experienced small people at any point, they're glued to CBeebies, right? If you let them watch it, they'll sit six inches away from the TV screen yep. glued to it. Yep. Um, which, you know, that's what our members do with Ladies Life Lounge, you know, they're like that, constantly logged on. But if you ever take your child to CBeebies live, now that's like amazing. That's Blows just their like little minds. That it does, yeah, absolutely. Well, no, Blows I, I and I do resonate with that yeah. because yeah. every time I took like, my kids wow. to see Peppa Pig, yeah, Peppa Pig, for example, yeah. we did in the Night Garden live. Oh my little! I've boy. done Octonauts live. You know that. I mean, I, I, I think I was a bigger fan than my daughter and Octonauts live. I mean, because there was there anything more mind numbing? I nearly <laughs> cried at my little boy's face at that. But that, how they feel about that, is how we want our women to feel at Will Manifest. Oh, how beautiful. I think that's a great analogy, Roxy. <laughs> Why do you hate that? Stick that in your I pipe and know. smoke it, Roxy. <laughs> I think it's because as soon as you say CBeebies, I picture Mr. Tumble. Do you? And then I'm done in. I've got like, Mr. Oh. Maker I get, and obviously no. Nicole gets a bit of Peppa Pig. I really don't but like Peppa Mr. Pig. Mr. Tumble, this is totally oh. off topic. My kids did not know the difference between who... who the, Justin. He, thank you. No. He did, they didn't actually... I wonder if they would know that now. <laughs> oh, they're a bit old. Anyway, that's totally irrelevant. By the by, so creepy. Um, so Ladies Life Lounge and We're Manifest was very... It's very much aligned Absolutely. in itself. And We're Manifest is the physical experience of what Ladies Life Lounge offers yes. yes how come you called it a different name 
you can shall, take that. You named it. Okay, I did name it. <laughs> I did name it. A um, ladies' life lounge live was a bit of a mouthful. That's true. Quadruple L. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't. It's not like a kind of Castle Main Forex, isn't it? Um, but <laughs> Castle Main Forex. <laughs> that's just what sprung to mind. I, I think I've had, my brain's actually gone to mush these days. There's that much to do. It doesn't doesn't work anymore. Um, but it was that term war manifest and the combination of the meaning of it um, and it being because you know we, we, we're putting this out there as it's whilst it may be a conference style event please do not misunderstand it is no corporate boring conference it is a festival anyone I'm hoping listening not. to this <laughs> thinks it's corporate and boring no. by listening to you two. You know, we, we've we've toyed around with the words. Is it an expo? Is it? Uh, it's really hard to know. What is it to a call conference? It. And uh, then words don't really. What do did it. I call it? I called it a conference, didn't I? I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Melissa's well, yeah, nodding. But what is it? So it's a so festival. It's a festival. It's a festival yeah. of all things female, feminine, and womanly. She hates that one as well. But yeah, I know. Just gonna get I in love, there. But you know what? I really picked <coughs> up on that because I love how you're like, really I'm going to say it really loudly and really quickly. And then Roxy's just going to have to deal with it. She is. <laughs> Too late. It's out there now, isn't it? Why my, my whole life is dealing with whatever Joan throws out. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate it? Why do you hate it being called a festival? Oh, no, I don't mind the festival. Oh, right. It's the female. Feminine and womanly. Feminine and womanly. Because it just makes me think of a bit. She thinks it's a bit woo woo. I think it's a bit uterusy. As in a uterus. Mm. See, I. Do you know what I imagined when you said that was a woman in like caveman clothing and a, a spear in her hand. I, I like imagined a warrior. Yeah. See, that's way cooler. That's not. I imagine it, and because of its name, because <laughs> of a manifest, I imagine it getting. Um, what word do I want? Like, I haven't got a clue. I can't <laughs> read your mind. My crystal ball ran out of batteries this morning. She's already told us that her mind's turned to mush. She's got too much to do to worry about finding words for you. She has. <laughs> um, I, that whole phrase makes me think of it like some sort of um, hippie mindfulness right, place. Okay. Bit okay. Tree hu- is it a bit tree huggy yeah, for you? Yeah, I don't even mind tree huggy, but I want it to be really clear that that's not what this is. This has got career skills and business skills. It's purposeful. It is for, yeah, yeah, with a warrior idea i love so much more but yeah the female festive uh, feminine and womanly just makes me think of it's amazing how differently people interpret absolutely. different words yeah absolutely so and how what my vision and what your vision yep. were were completely different yep. and so i think it's so important that we have to be able to talk to women and, and get that get that message across in such a in such a way and what i love about you two is that you both have completely different energy completely we are so opposite you are in so, opposite. so many ways. I've only met you 20 minutes yeah. ago. And yet you'll bring something so different yeah. to the table. She's the leveller. I'm the nut job. <laughs> Any other? Like, only at times. So I like being a nut job. I'm going to ask you something quite challenging okay. now. Um, give me your what you both bring to the table, but I want it in a really self-fulfilling, positive way. Shall I go first? You what do I bring do. to the table? Um, or you can say it about each other. Ooh. No, I'm going to say it about myself. <laughs> I'm, going to be, I'm going to pick myself up for once in my life. Um, I do bring a lot of energy to something. Yeah. Um, I often get told I'm, I'm infectious, and I hope that's in a good way. Mm, like Not, you know, don't, don't screw your face up. You are totally infectious. I am infectious. totally infectious. And by the way, passionate. Yes. And um, just just totally purposeful and getting your message out of what you want. And I'm I super creative. 
Yeah. 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 What are you, Rox? Rox, we've got 30 seconds till we cut Ooh, to a break. I am the total confident one, which is directly opposite to how we appear. I am completely internally confident. I am really good at getting our message out in one-to-one environments much more jody will jump on lives and talk to the group you'll find me private messaging people i'm very you're very more, very good yeah. one-to-one you're, you're a hand holder but i will yeah and that's my mental health background just very, very we're good gonna, stability we're going to cut to a break and we're going to come back with more positive affirmations <laughs> hi i'm nicole goodman and i'm lauren mishkon and this is the self-care club podcast the advice for self-care today is endless and can feel like yet another overwhelming job for women The Self-Care Club is part social experiment, part reality show. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week, and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being, or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to the Self-Care Club. Hello, welcome back to the Femaling Show. We are here at Women's Radio Station. I am joined with the ladies of Ladies Life Lounge, Jodes and Roxy. Welcome back. Hey. Um, we're having a fantastic discussion <laughs> about women and women empowerment. Now, we all work with women, don't we, on a daily basis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I would love to get your input on where you think women are still really struggling. I have a bit of an opinion that women have made a, bit, a rod for their own backs. And this can be a bit controversial, but... I think that we wanted it all and there's nothing wrong with that and we went after it all. But what happened is instead of sharing that load, we've ended up taking on a lot more than Mm. we were expecting. And this is not any kind of dig at men. My husband's awesome and will do anything I ask him, but that's actually the point is I would have to ask him to do it. So aside from running a couple of businesses, bringing up two kids... I still am the one at home who is remembering to book the dentist or sorting the car's MOT Mm. out. So I feel like women's mental load Mm. is so much more than equal nowadays. And I'm still not sure where we go with that. And actually, you know, I'll say that I've done that to myself. I will own up to it and say exactly what Roxy has just described, Mm. I've done to myself. I've gone out there and thought, I want this, I'm I'm gonna take it. I want my (laughs) own business, I want this, I want that, I want the other. I'm laughing because I do it too, by the way. And I have not let go of any of the other stuff. And similarly, we've both got amazing husbands um, and they will take stuff off us, but we don't, don't, I don't give it. Even right. if he did ask me for it, I don't know if I'd give it. But that's the problem anyway, that we would have to give it rather than yes, they know. just know, know to do it. So I agree with everything you've both said. And I think it is a real struggle and issue for women today. We we did go after it all. Well, and we were entitled to do so. Mm-hmm, yep. And it absolutely had to change. Yep. The balance was completely and utterly off. But where I think feminism is moving in the wrong direction is exactly what you've just said. We now think we have to do it all because we still try to be polite and play small and not to offend and still want to be like these, these good women, I think, that don't want to, I don't know, they don't want to... They don't want to trouble anyone or they don't want to be too outspoken because that's controversial. Mm. Um, And I think that absolutely plays into the daily experience of a woman who just now feels (laughs) resentful that she's got so much more to do. Absolutely. If my kids are off sick, if I was coming here today and my kid was ill and my husband's away, who is it that's going to go and pick that kid up? It's almost always going to be me. And how, how is that equal on any level 
I have a theory on this which is quite controversial and I'll probably get slapped for about <laughs> to share it with you. But is it the same for you, Jodes? I'm going to say no, because actually my eight-year-old came down with chicken pox on Sunday. Oh, no. And um, straight away my husband said, that's fine, I'll take the time off work and I'll I'll look after her this week. There was never a question. I didn't have to ask him. Wow. So actually... I, and maybe that does depend on what kind of job they've got or if they're away on a business thing because Tom works from home a lot of the time mm-hmm. so yeah I have a lot of support but in general do you think it it um, falls under who earns the most money um, oh my stomach rumbled <laughs> on that <laughs> I think in our house it's the flexibility so because I run my own business technically I am as flexible as it comes Tom's in a corporate job so yep. he is tied by what his work want him okay. to do I think for lots of people, money will come into it, but not necessarily in my mm-hmm. opinion. No, we're quite even Stevens yeah. in that sense. So it's not a it, it's not a, a, a an element of consideration actually for us. But yeah, I agree. It probably is for a lot of yeah a lot of um, couples yeah or families. Mine's the idea of having my own business. So for a lot of self-employed women, having their own business implies they are flexible. Yep. And that's not necessarily true. I put so much more work into my own business than I ever did in any job. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Say it, sister. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. I've never <laughs> said that in my entire <laughs> life. So do you? So how do you see women coping with that? With, with that change of the mental load and the extra pressure that we are putting on ourselves? And do you see most women doing this? I see a lot of women doing it. And I think the consequences of it are we're seeing a lot more women burning out, mm. me included. Mm. Ha- I got really ill over the summer, didn't I, Rox? Really ill. Um, with, you know, I ended up on three different courses of steroids trying to make myself better that lasted three months because it had just gone too far. I'd worked myself into the ground. And, and why, was, why were you working yourself into the ground? Because I was trying to do everything. <laughs> right. And, what and so you, much of everything. What? Do, where do you think that stems from, that you have to do everything? Well, a lot of it I chose to. I yeah. wanted to. I'm ambitious. There are yep. things that I wanted to achieve for me. I turned 40 this year. I'd set myself some pre- last year. fairly big goals. Yeah. Last oh, year. God, last year. I'm still You're in nearly the 40 41. Year. <laughs> I just heard 43 me. yesterday. Yeah. So. Happy oh, birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. 43 oh, is a rubbish known. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess some of that was just expectations that I placed on myself myself, but a huge part of it just going back to the point you made Nicole around you know we feel like we have to keep up there's there's that external judgment there's judgment of self Mm. and I went through a phase this year I think it had a huge hormonal impact I'm seeing hormonal changes for myself that are affecting my well-being and my confidence um, where I then start to judge myself not so positively anymore um, and feel guilty about that. And I think there's a lot of external judgment for women of each other. What Would, would you agree with that, Foxy? I'd agree that it's there, yes. Um, I think I'm a bit of a different kettle of fish in this, in that I genuinely, genuinely <laughs> don't mind care. at all what anybody thinks. I do. Joe's <laughs> really, really does. I get deeply affected by it, and I'm... Yeah. And I don't want is, to be, yeah. but I'll admit yeah. it. I Which is why we're a great And you're not balance. alone. No, no, you're absolutely I think not. I'm the weird one, and I'm totally okay with that. Well, well, I, I, unique, <laughs> unique. Well, unique. Well, I think it's it's a place where people aspire to. So yeah. 
it's it's very admirable it is very inspiring and i say go you for actually being able to rid yourself of the concern and worry of what other people think my producer over there is nodding it so it, it's true and to be and and the freedom that comes with oh she's nodding Go on, tell nodding us about, and grinning tell us about the freedom uh, well, loads of this is from so i'm a mental health therapist by trade um but i came to that through depression along the way yeah. i'm talking 10 years ago maybe but that was an experience that i can't even describe i had everything in the world that i could have wanted and yet depression was there mm. coming through that and then training in mental health moved me completely and this is what i work with with clients is about how that actual self-confidence is all about not minding about anyone else's opinion because i don't place value on that my value is when i go to bed at night and i ask myself before i go to sleep did i do my best today and if that answer is yes there is nothing else it doesn't matter if i failed at things if i didn't achieve what i set out to achieve if my answer to did i do my best today is yes that's it and that's there's that's the stuff I'm trying to teach my kids and I work with it's in Lifeline. And I'm, I'm actually going to ask myself that question every day. And sometimes the answer won't always be it yes. It won't always be yes. So how do you reconcile that? So then I'll kind of look at, if I was doing it again, what would I do differently? Yeah. But that's it. I don't go any deeper than that. Because, and what did you learn? That yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Because there's nothing better than your best. I couldn't have done more if I can say yes. Yeah. If I can't, I wish I'd held my temper more with my kids or whatever it is that I don't feel I did my best at. That, that on its own for me is what drives our total self-esteem, and that's why I don't place value on other people's stuff. It's beautiful. And, and in learning, for me, I'm the development that I'm trying to take myself on is to not draw meaning from everything. So something happens, <laughs> or I see something, I don't have to interpret it. I can just notice it. Oh, it's that. Yes. I don't think that, and that tells me, or that means. So it's it about does. not attaching story yeah. to it. Yeah. And making sure nothing is taken personally because it's so rare that something is personal to you. So one of my f most annoyances is being cut up on the motorway. And immediately for me, that becomes a, how dare they do that to me. It becomes a real personal thing for yes. me as if they are actually attacking me. And it's nothing to do with me no. at all. So a game I play with myself is I try and think of three reasons they might be driving like a tool. <laughs> that's polite what? it's not swearing <laughs> I, was, I was moving away so I try and think of three reasons they might be driving like that their wife might have gone to labour their mum might be in hospital and it immediately moves that mindset from this is about me yes. and it takes my anger onto what's their problem what do you what do you think about that I, I, I mean I can you... do that in a car yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're working on stage it stage one we're working so on is it, it but how does it then affect you and how does it play into your daily experience of worrying about what other people think oh, of you? Oh, hugely, hugely, because it can then knock my confidence and my self-belief around what I'm about to do next. It can make me retreat. It can make mm. me not take action or take very diluted action sometimes. And you're a real powerful presence. So your message is is important and vital for women because I can see how how wholeheartedly you what you want for women and how you want them to feel about themselves so if you're then sitting there in like a shame spiral or mm -hmm, yeah. in total judgment of yourself then that will take you away from the magic that you actually want yeah. to bring into the world that's why i have roxy in my life <laughs> absolutely does everybody need a roxy yeah. in their life she she needs a jodes don't you i want a jodes the answer is yes <laughs>
just to help no. you out there. Needing's not good, actually, yeah. if we're going down the, that. The, I want one. The you thing is, one. what Jodes is pointing to <laughs> is very common. And oh, sa- sadly, sadly common. And the amount of women that I coach, that we mm-hmm. coach about when they'll say, oh, but they think this and they think that. And every their default mode is to worry about what the other person has said or the other person is thinking. And I always take the coaching back to, well, what do you think? Yep. How do you feel about this? And that can take a couple of sessions for them to really understand yeah. what, what they feel about something and how they see something. And often they'll come out with, well, actually, that didn't work for me. And actually, I don't like that behavior in my life. Yep. Well, then how does that inform you about how you want to move forward with this? Yep. You know, that's, that's really transformational mm. for women. But our default mode is always to step into what do they think? And actually, the first question that we should all ask ourselves is, what do I think? How do I feel? What works for me? What doesn't work for me? And and then that will inform you about what you need to bring into your life or to get out of your life. We are now with my two lovely guests, Jodes and Roxy. We're going to talk about what we all want for women. <laughs> we were just mm. saying in the break, girls, one of you just say what we were talking about in the break because I wish we were recording it. <laughs> we were saying that we don't actually even know the answer to this question. We work with women all day long. But having an on-the-spot answer to that question is really, really tricky. Mm. Yeah. It was almost like a bit of a riddle. <laughs> what do I want for women? I want them to know what they want. Absolutely. I don't even know if I could say that twice. Okay. I think I'd need three Sambucas to be able to do that one properly. <laughs> what do I want for women? I want them to know what they want. There you go. There you go. Did it, it sober. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> so, so I am going to put you on the spot now. Okay. Because you're two women that are absolutely full of love for women and what you want for women and you're even hosting the most enormous <laughs> conference for any type of woman at any stage of life that she is in and your work is all based on empowering women so what is it you truly want women to know i think you just sort of said it then is we want them to know that they can choose their empowerment that we have the ability at any point to choose what we do and yet we Mm. so often feel that we're just going along with our lives or doing what's expected of us without recognizing we can choose at any moment to change anything that we don't want to be doing there's a real freedom in that Mm. the day that you realize there is all it sounds quite harsh to say there is always a choice but there really really is is. there really is and i mean that with really good intent and a really good heart and if you sit and think about it properly there's always a choice there's consequences to our choices and some of those choices are harder than others yeah but then some sometimes you know the best things in life take a bit of effort and a bit of energy and a bit of time and a bit of hard work and i think the society that we live in now the world wants everything to come easy mm. and the best things in life the real valuable stuff in life isn't always easy it's hard and it's about knowing that do you know what it's hard and i can do hard stuff and hard stuff feels great when you get out the other side well what were you saying before joe's about having the tenacity to stick with yeah. it yeah yeah so you know we were talking about um a lot of the women I work with, so independently as Jodes, so I, I'm an assertiveness coach. So I work with women to get what they want. Mm. And often the first stage of that is figuring out what it is that you want. So if I ask a woman that question, what is it that you want? 
99 times out of 100, they'll tell me what they don't want <laughs> instead. They won't even realise they've done it. I yeah. do it myself yeah. too when yeah. I get asked you the do. question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the little bird on your shoulder who's yeah. telling you, yeah, little yeah, bird. yeah there you do. She is. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we'll, we'll default straight to that place yes. rather than I see really that getting into yeah. the zone and thinking, actually, what is it that I want? And Why do you think that is? Why is there such a default mode of going into what we don't want? I, I don't even know the answer. I can tell you what I think yes. and what I sense. Yes, and please. There's a, there's a vibe of, do we feel entitled? Do we feel deserving of? Mm. Is it our right to? Does that make me look a bit harsh or brash or egotistical yeah if yeah. i if i'm out there saying this is what i want and i would like to go and get it but then that all goes back to caring or minding about other people's opinions yeah. more than your own agreed i was agreed. just saying before that when my coach kept asking me well what do you want what do you want and i kept saying i don't think i want to do that. i don't think i want to do that <laughs> well what is it you want and it took me about three sessions to say okay i'm ready to tell you what i want and i was embarrassed mm -hmm. yeah. and i was I hate to say it, shameful okay. about wanting what I wanted. And one of the things, now I can just say it, is that I wanted to have a really successful podcast and I wanted to concentrate on that, in, in that area, rather than my one-to-one -one business, which I still adore, but that was the direction I wanted to go in. It took me three weeks to be able to confess to that because I felt I felt I wasn't exactly what you just said, Jodes. I wasn't deserving of it, or it was egotistical, and who am I? Who, I've got a big bird on my shoulder with the who am I who do you think you are mm -hmm. and I think a lot of women do but I will say that once I claimed it for myself going back to the manifesting bit here I am now sat in women's radio station yes. so it is vitally important to claim what you want for yourself because if you don't claim it you won't ever have it how could you no. absolutely how could you and I think that's kind of the big thing really behind international women's day yeah um and and that being the the catalyst for women to be loud and proud about what yeah, they stand that. for, um, almost to say what they want and be ready to go and make it happen. And something with War Manifest is that we want women who aren't able, who don't feel ready or don't know what they want to be able to see all these empowered and inspiring women there doing exactly that. Mm in the hope and in the knowledge we know that seeing other people do what we want is far far more likely to inspire us to be able to step towards it because we can see that it is achievable i will say um in full transparency i am going to be speaking on your main stage you, are. you definitely are I'm very excited <laughs> <laughs> i am i haven't written my talk yet but i've got an idea of what i wanted to yeah. say we um, haven't written ours yet okay good i'm i'm a bit last last minute.com on those things um but listen whatever i'm going to talk about it absolutely lives in my heart and i'll be talking about how um, a woman can be more accepting of herself so and more herself in the process um i'm also doing a workshop Again, I haven't done that yet, but it is on my list of things to do. <laughs> Tell us where a woman can buy tickets, how much the tickets are, you know, all the like the, the logistical bits, if and when they want to join us at One Manifest. Of course, it's nice and easy. Everything's at womanifest.co.uk. Oh, that is easy. It Not is. manifest, womanifest. Womanifest, yeah. If you want to make it easy, 
woman eye fest <laughs> just on, on that one for your for spelling purposes but you can buy the tickets directly on our Facebook page it's all embedded on there you can access them on Eventbrite brilliant it's all powered through Eventbrite so that's linked up to the website and it's linked up to the Facebook page so you know the, the channels to, to get your hands on a ticket are, are nice and easy and how much are the tickets and are there different levels of tickets? Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to really cater for lots of different people. So you can come along on a standard ticket for one day. You can choose the Saturday or the Sunday. Sunday, because I'm on the main You're stage. You're on the Sunday. <laughs> so yeah. am I. Roxy's on. You don't need I'm to see sa- Jodie. I'm Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a standard day ticket to access all of that is just £34. There are, we don't charge you extra to go into the workshops or anything. Once you're through the door, you're through the door. Gorgeous. The only extras you might choose to pay for, because it's a nice thing to do, is we've arranged some pamper treatments. Oh, lovely. So if you do want to treat yourself to a bit of pamper treatments, they'll be going on. Okay. So that, that's the only And thing. I guess there'll be stands for products and things to purchase. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, we've got lots of products and services exhibiting, so you can try those out, treat yourself, buy a few things. Lovely. Um, so that's a standard day ticket. You can come for the weekend and do both days for 60. So if you oh, want to wow. make a weekend of it. That's great. We've got a girls' day out ticket. So if four of you want to come together and make a, a day of it or a weekend of it, there's options around that as well. And again, they save you money by coming together. We've even got a VIP option. So You need to be coming VIP. What's going on in the VIP, <laughs> girls? So if you come as a VIP, so the ticket's £129 for the day. There is a weekend option as well. Um, and you get a goodie bag with lots of fabulous things in it. You get a complimentary pamper treatment, so you can choose which one of those pamper treatments you want to have. Um, you get a private chill-out area. You get a lunch. You get your lunch and a cocktail. Or a glass of fizz, if you prefer a glass of fizz. Um, oh, nice. You get to hang out where the speakers will hang out, so you can have a chat to those as well. And you get reserved seating at the front of the main stage, so you get to get proper bird's eye view. Fantastic. Everything that is going on. I want to come VIP. <laughs> you're you're the there, day. Yeah, you, you are I'm a VIP. I am coming yeah. for the day. We're gonna. Yeah. What times it start? What times it end? So it's 10 till 5. We okay. were going till 4, but there's too much to pack in so we're going till five and at the end there's going to be a bit of an empower hour so they might be dancing Ooh. we've got a little dj thing happening Ooh, how um, lovely! and also in the middle of the day so at noon at 12 o'clock each day we've got an interactive catwalk so we've got some local fashion brands on there and our resident stylist will be dressing women on there showing you how to take the look from day to night she's gonna it's really interactive with real women modeling including me and jody I uh, love it. And, and what's our fashion show is a fashion show with a twist because obviously it's, it's all normal looking women of a range of size and shapes and, and whatnot. But our resident stylist shows women how to dress the body they've got, yes. not the one they thought they wanted. Oh, so this is about what are the that. right clothes for different body shapes. For, now. for yeah. right, right now. now. For like, and, you know, if I'm a pair, yeah. what types of clothes suit a pair's body yeah. shape? Or if I'm an hourglass or a, an apple, all this kind of stuff. And also how to wear the right shades of colours for your colour palette, how to balance your proportions, as well as how to make outfits work from day to night and stuff like that. So it's... It takes fashion shows up a level. There's so much going on. So much going on. And it just really covers the whole woman's experience. Yeah. Well done, girls. I really cannot wait to be a part Thank of it. And I will say that in your VIP goodie bags, I will very, I'd be very happy to donate a one-to-one coaching session. Oh, wow. Star. Amazing. So I'll get, and I'll send that to you later today. Um, so if you want to go VIP, you will get a VIP, your, a coaching session. I'll probably turn them off, actually. <laughs> probably put them off rather than being incentive. Sure, I don't no. think so. <laughs> Bite your hand off. So I always like to end my radio shows with a quote. And this one I felt was very fitting. 
It says, I don't know who wrote it. I always like to say who wrote it, but I, but I don't know. So apologies for that. Woman to woman, may we allow each other the freedom to explore all of the depths and variations of our own femininity and not judge or condemn each other for the layers and directions of womanhood we each choose to pass or take on. We will not all find and define ourselves on the same way, but as we find and define ourselves, let us not stand in each other's way. That's perfect. Everything we stand for. Isn't that beautiful? Gorgeous. And I just think that if we could integrate this language into the real sisterhood culture, then I think women will rid themselves of the guilt, rid themselves of the shame, rid themselves of the mental load that we find ourselves in and actually be able to step into all the things that we all want for women, which is to be in choice and to be empowered and to live the life that truly works for them. Um, what I want for women is is in my tagline, actually, and it came to me in the break because I was talking to you, Roxy, and it is for women to accept themselves, understand themselves, and ultimately, and most importantly, be themselves. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me on Femaling and Women's you. Radio Station. I cannot wait to join you at Womanifest. You have been listening to the Female in Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Goodman. Thank you so much for your time and for listening today. If you loved this podcast and found value in it, please go and subscribe, write a brilliant review, and go and share it with your friends who need a bit of femaling in their world. You can find me on all social media channels for more of my work, Instagram at Nicole Goodman underscore coach, Facebook, Nicole Goodman Women's Identity Coach, and you can also find my private Facebook group, all the magic of conversation happens with a really amazing community of women thank you again for joining me today this has been femaling i'll be back next week with another episode and remember it is the most exciting time to be a woman